are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Lucha Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's yell! The heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R. At Rated R 87, you can also subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast needs, we're on Stitcher, Twitter. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five star frog slash rating review. What's up with my audio, bro? We're back, we're back, we're back. Okay, yeah. So let's say that again. A five star frog slash rating review. Comments, if you want to bury either one of us, bury him. It's more like burying you. Yeah, yeah, bury me. It's all right. So, guys, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Remember that. Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, shout out to the big dog tone. Woof, woof. And guys, SoundCloud, share, let the people know that we're here. If you're brand new, welcome. If you heard us before, welcome back. Also, 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 if you want the merch, the shirts, the hats, the Lucha Outsider Show, shirts and hats, head over to LosPedalTools.com or PudoBrands.net. Shout out to our buddy, our brother, Mio Mio, Sunny Flow. Yeah. And remember, guys, we're here every Wednesday. Like us on Facebook. Or Thursday. Or Thursday. Yeah, depends on that. But every week. No. No. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> we are officially And we cho- <laughs> What's we- up? Hold on. For, before we we start talking about wrestling, what's up with your mic? What happened right now in the intro with the audio? Couldn't hear you. Then I couldn't hear myself and now I'm hearing myself and what happened? Blame Leo. Congratulations. You played just Already. <laughs> I forgot to put the volume back up on our mic. So uh, my question is did they hear us? Hopefully. But we're good now. They can hear us. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. Again, if this is your first time, welcome. If you've been back already, welcome back. So, a couple of things are happening. We are officially on WrestleMania season. I mean, we've been on WrestleMania season for a while, but and things are starting to shape up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um before anything, before anything, before we get into this wrestling talk, um, let's thank, thank you, everyone that's tuning into the Facebook Live. Yeah, everyone that listens to us every single week yeah. on the podcast version of the show. If you guys don't know where that is, where is that, Mario? You can subscribe on yeah. iTunes, yeah. SoundCloud, 
Spreaker, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. We're also on La Mezcla app. So if you guys are into music, you're into dance, you're into other podcasts, you could check us out on there too. So shout outs to them. Um, and like what we should like to do here in the Lucha Outsider show, we like to get the friends of the show involved. The yeah. Lucha Army. Hashtag, hashtag Lucha Army. So if you have any comments, you have any grievances, you got any ideas that you want to throw at us, you can hit us up at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Most likely the best way to check us out and you know hit us up with any information you want to give us. DM us on uh, Lucha Outsiders on Twitter or Instagram. Shout out to the Big Dog Tone. Woof woof. Yeah, and if you guys have the the WhatsApp number, we're having some technical difficulties. Uh, you want to talk about that? Hashtag blame Leo. You want to talk about that? Um, what's what's going on with the WhatsApp uh number? Because we had it last week. We had Sunil Hill yeah. calling last week, which we we thought he was going to leave a message, but he ended up calling live on air. And then the week before that, we had DJ Geo. So yeah. what's going on with the WhatsApp number? So right now we're having some issues where I can't get the voice messages out of it. So if you guys are sending your voice messages, first of all, thank you. Second of all, what we want to do is you can also do that on Facebook. So send us your voice messages through there so that way we can uh, play them here on the show. That number, if you have it, delete it. It doesn't work anymore. It's okay. But we're here. Again, like Mario said, the best way to get in contact with us, Facebook, Instagram. We're always checking on that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you to Alan Peters, Carlos Caballero, and Mr. Rated R. Guys, thank you for sharing the stuff and everybody else that's joining in with us. Tell your friends about us. And for those that can't stay in live with us throughout the whole show, yeah. you could always go back and check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, me, personally, I'm an audio guy, audio. so I like to listen to podcasts, so don't feel bad if you can't tune in the whole show. Just give us a, a like on the page. Give us a, a follow on Instagram and yeah. Twitter. Um, and subscribe, people. Subscribe. Don't be shy. Leave us comments and grievances. Now. Preferably a five-star Frog Splash rating and review. Yes, please. Yes. Mm -hmm. Gracias. And if now. you're a, a fan of this okay. guy right here, where can oh, we find you at? I, I can say it? I'm giving you the, your opportunity I mean, right now. How much time do I have? Just, just say your, your damn name. At Lu... Uh, I fucked it up already. At Shofu Leo. Everywhere. No! Facebook, Instagram, no! Twitter. Show Footballeo. That's S H O W F U T B O L E O. And for those that are fans of yours truly. Who wants to walk with the rated R Superstar? Slide into his DMs, ladies. Yeah. At rated R since 87, so Instagram. How did you add another drop to your stuff? Like, are you hacking into my computer now? Nah, something like that, maybe. This mother flower. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. Shout out to the Peruvian people. What up, Peru? It's okay. Somos peruanos, eh? Tengo que tincharme los huevos, eh? ¿Por qué no me ven a Titicaca, eh? No, okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, let, let the people know that we are here. I think I might have gotten blocked again, but it's okay. So, Mario. What's up, brother? What is going on with wrestling this week? What's new trending? Uh, Braun Strowman. Well, awesome every week. We're we're, we're going to get to all that that happened on Raw and SmackDown, but I think the biggest news in my opinion coming out of this week will be uh um finally we're going to get a uh, uh, she was already a legend in my book. Yeah. Um Ivory, she's going to be into inducted the into the 2018 Hall of Fame with uh the Dudleys and Goldberg. Now, how true is this whole Jeff Jarrett thing that I'm seeing on well, the, it, it, that's rumor kill. That's that's already dead. The, the issue's dead. But who killed it? 
It 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 was just it was speculation, but no, that that that's no, a homicide? the what? No, nothing. Go ahead. <sighs> well, let's talk about Ivory because it, it, it's Ivory's moment here. Yeah. So, which is all great and dandy. I think she's one of the most, one of the most respectable women in the business. You don't hear really bad stories about Ivory. Um, she started out in Glow, like the old Glow, not yeah. the new Netflix series. I'm talking about back in the late '80s. That's where she she. So she's the one that came out of because I. So the other day, like I'm watching the series, and I remember watching. Uh, there's a documentary that's really good about Glow. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I kept thinking it was Victoria. No, but I do. It's funny you mentioned Victoria because I do have a story for you. So, you know, you're you're the king of congratulations, right? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, but check this out. Check this out. You're gonna get a kick out of this. So when e- ESPN broke the story, right? Yeah. So when they did the post, right? Ay, Dios mío. They tagged Lisa Marie, which is Victoria. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> how, how do you break the news hey. and tag the wrong person? Yeah. Congratulations, you played yourself. How, how ESPN out of all people? Like, yeah. what kind of schmuck do you have working behind your fucking computer and your cell phone that you're going to tag the wrong person? I mean, a quick Google search would have gotten you the right person. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> besides the, the comedy stuff about her um, getting inducted or becoming in, in the new inductee, um, I think this is great. I think Ivory's been one of those... Um, Superstars slash wrestlers, you know, superstars for WWE. Um, that that has been they're, like they're a wrestling. like a, a head scratcher. Like, how come she hasn't been inducted yet? Like, how come? But it, we're finally getting her moment this year. Um, so my question to you: Who do you think would induct her? No idea. I have no idea either, man. I really uh. I'm thinking maybe Trish, maybe Lita. I was thinking like maybe Jacqueline. Um, so, well, what um, what program did she have? Like, well, did she? Okay, so I think the peak of her career had to be when she was in Right to Censor. Remember when she yeah. was Right to Censor and she had that that crazy feud with China, mm-hmm. and it culminated, I think, at WrestleMania 17. Okay, where uh, China ended up defeating her for the for the women's championship. But you know, unfortunately, China's dead, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, she, I don't think she can make it that day. Um, okay, a little bit, little. Too much, a little bit too much. <laughs> She's probably in the same place they left her. Oh, come on, bro. Delete, 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 delete. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I was th- maybe even Stevie Richards. I mean, they were part of Right to Censor. Maybe the Godfather. He was part of that uh, stable too. Maybe you can have them both with the Right to Censor. I mean, for comedic purposes, I think that would be pretty funny. But I don't think. Even the Ivory's been uh, a person that a lot of people have said that she's like, she was one of the boys. She was always very happy. She was always very positive backstage. Um, I don't think we want to center the whole uh, induction Uh with a comedy bit. Okay. Especially it's a female, so you you definitely don't want to do that. So um, I'm very curious on who could possibly induct her. Maybe even Stephanie will induct her. I honestly don't know. I think that's the, the, the lazy version because uh, i did think of of stephanie yeah but i, uh, but I think make... that's too much of a of an easy way to get out of that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh we'll see we'll see what happens uh the hall of fame is the friday before wrestlemania mm-hmm. you also have nxt takeover the saturday before wrestlemania yep and then the big dog on the big card see what i did the big dog because Roman reigns is going to close out the show no! 
He's going to have the championship and his hand up in the air. In my house. In my yard. Okay. And then he's going to get booed out of the fucking building the next night on Raw. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Okay, good. All right. Talking more about women's news. Uh, oh, what the fuck? I've been blocked again. Congratulations. Congratulations. You played yourself. Um, Emma. Emma. Tanil Dashwood. Yeah. She uh, made her Ring of Honor debut Yeah. this past Friday. And a lot of people witnessed it because Ring of Honor decided to uh, do an event. And they... A lot of people are fucking with Facebook now, so they yeah. th- they streamed the whole event live on Facebook. Good. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That's the future. That um something like that. It's the future. It's the future, but I don't think that's gonna be the the key okay. of everything. Okay. I think there is a future there, uh-huh. but I don't think that's gonna be the key of everything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that's gonna be the foundation of people doing shit on there. Mm-hmm. You go, you get what I'm saying, yeah. but I think there's something there. My okay. my personal opinion. Okay. Well. Um. So yeah, she she made her debut. She was featured in a in a tag match. I believe she tagged with Man- Mandy De Leon, her fine ass. Um. And she also announced yeah. that she's gonna be part of the Women of Honor tournament for the yes. Women of Honor Championship. I thought that's pretty cool. So. Basically, from what I've seen, and it's funny because a week before that, I saw a wrestle pro. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing with Emma is she and uh, Tanil Dashwood. What I'm seeing with her is she's taking over her advantage of a lot of people saying that she was a very underrated wrestler, and her and her 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 her, 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 career, her career in WWE was very underrated, and she should have deserved more opportunities that she didn't get. But now she's cashing in on those opportunities that she didn't get. Mm-hmm. Outside of WWE, now she's part of the Ring of Honor tor- tournament. She's doing all yeah. these indie indie uh, indie stops. She's doing this indie run in, and that's good for her. She looked. I told you when I saw her wrestle push, she looked really really happy. Mm-hmm. So um, well, I think this is pretty cool for her. And, and that's ultimately what you want. You want to be able to enjoy what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it got to a point uh, when she was in uh, the WWE where she was kind of like an afterthought. Unfortunately, and I loved her. I loved the second she got rid of that stupid dancing gimmick. Remember, she was doing the thing with the the, the dance with the bubbles and Santino. Yeah, I hated that shit. But the second she got rid of that and she went back to okay, stop doing the dance. The second she went back to the second she went back to NXT or whatever. But it's catchy though. It was stupid. For me, right? That's something that that attracts maybe Bailey like fans. And we'll talk about Bailey in a second. A little more than a second. We're not her, over? Her, her NXT, when she reinvented herself in NXT, she um she kind of came up with this new gimmick where she had the leather jacket, she had the shades, and when I first seen the gimmick, I instantly was like, she reminds me a lot of Kenny Omega. When Kenny Omega first debuted at the Bullet Club, she he had the leather jacket, he had the shades or whatever, not style-wise, so don't come you know at my throat and shit. I'm just saying the look of it. And she's doing her thing now. She looks very, very happy. I'm happy for her. We gotta we gotta wait and see what happens with uh with um with the Ring of Honor tournament. Uh, Richard Richard Beach is saying the Ring of Honor card was ill. Um, El hijo de rated R. <laughs> um, so <laughs> and now you're wearing a hat. <laughs> well, nobody told you to wear the mask. We were kayfabe in the mask. We kayfabe the last week. 
you broke you broke kayfabe by changing the, by getting rid of the mask. So I'm not gonna just ignore it now. If you wouldn't have said shit, we would have been fine. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got blocked, I'm huh? Having, I'm having an issue with the friggin' mic because I'm talking, then it goes bloop, and it comes out. That's what happens when you let Vincent set up. Bloop, and it comes out. Hello, hello, hello. So your mic bloop. is limp. Happy Valentine's Day, people. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day, how is your Valentine's Day going? Because you're a married man. I'm spending it with you. <laughs> well, well, not necessarily like... To, uh, well, you saw your wife earlier, right? Yeah, we did. We did. So, so how did that go? Uh, I choose to leave my personal life to my personal self. That's good. That's a very smart answer, especially all the times you've buried yourself yeah, yeah. on this show. I was about to, I was about to say. We could. I, will, I will say something, though, about Valentine's Day because I got to be a jerk about it. So I think Valentine's Day is a gimmick, okay? At the end of the day, it's a fucking gimmick, right? Of course. And what I have to say about Valentine's I, Day. I saw your Facebook post. <laughs> and, and if you guys want to follow him, Rated R since 87. Or uh, Mario Martinez Jr. in Facebook if you, you know. He's the Puerto Rican looking one. So <laughs> Actually, no, because Mario Martinez is a very Spanish name. Just shut up. Okay, sorry. So <laughs> the Arab-looking one. Yeah. So what I find fun funny about Valentine's Day, right, is a lot of people that that don't know what I do in my personal life. I, I'm I'm always doing deliveries. I do deliveries all day, and I go to these stores and and different places, whatever. And and uh, always on Valentine's Day, right? Of course. <laughs> You see people last minute shop. <laughs> it, it, it's hilarious to me because they have a dumb look on. And, they, and it's not only men, okay? For the record, it's not only uh-huh. women. It goes to women too. Okay. The majority's men, but there's some women that do it too. Okay, so so uh, I'm one of those people. The last minute. Okay, shop. so I'm gonna give you a no, no, but I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna give you that. Okay, go ahead. Listen, to, listen to me real quick. Now, if you're if you're part of that, if you're in a marriage, and I'm gonna say more married people of anything. Uh-huh. That really doesn't give a shit about Valentine's Day. I get it. I get it. You don't. You don't need to be buying anything if the, if that's what you choose to do. Okay. But in, I think nowadays, a lot of women expect. But you have to. Okay, you just said it right there. But you have to if you're in that situation, right? I gotta knock the people that end up buying shit last minute. I have to knock people. If you're in a relationship. I've been in relationships in the past where I didn't buy shit last minute. Now, th- now here's no, but there's a twist to this. There's a twist to this, right? There's a twist to this. I'm waiting. So, th- the thing is, I'm waiting why- here, Ray Mysterio. I want to see how you hurricane Ronnie your way out of it. Go Absolutely, ahead. I'm gonna hurricane Ronnie my way out of it. I, I, I find my way. Listen, uh, you're gonna six one nine out of it. N- not maybe six one nine, but I'm a, I'm a RKO out of nowhere out oh, of it. Okay, okay, I get it. So. My thing is, uh-huh. why even buy anything l- the last day? You might as well wait a day, get the clearance sale no, no. the next day. You might as well do that if you're gonna spend. If you're gonna, if you had to put thought on waiting the last day uh-huh. <laughs> to buy a Valentine's Day gift for your significant other or whatever, right? I don't want to hear the stupid excuse. Oh, I don't have time. I don't work all day. I don't want to hear that. Okay. That's the same. It's like the same. It's the same when people make excuses like, I don't have time to make a reservation. Really? You don't have time to fucking make an under five minute phone call? That's a bullshit to me. And you already discredit out of any argument because you're the king of Mr. Excuses. Are you done? I could keep going. I'm a, uh, I'm a habitual procrastinator. Okay. That, that's why your credibility gets goes out the window already. But I make shit happen though. Um, so at times, let, let's be, let's be, let's be realistic. At times you do 70, 30, 60, 40. 
64. Okay, carry on. Let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> Fuck those people that get this shit last minute. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> Richard Beecher saying, not sure if you got a Walmart up there. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm trying to read the, the feed. Uh, the Ring of Honor card was really good. Uh, not a bad idea to go <laughs> the day before to Walgreens. My thing is, if you're going to buy the, the last day, if you're going to buy at the day of Valentine's Day, you might as well wait 24 hours to just get the clear sales and rack up on there. Or save it for next year. That's the lead-in. You buy shit the next day, obviously not chocolate because they go bad. But, well, you find a way to make it survive, though. But like, but, like, the teddy bears and all that other nonsense or whatever, you buy the next day. What you do is you saran wrap them. <laughs> Put them in storage and you're good. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about let's go back to wrestling. So we talked about Emma uh, Tanel Dashwood <laughs> or whatever. More talking more about Ring of Honor. Uh, they announced two matches for the Ring of Honor 16th anniversary pay per view. That's happening, I believe, later this month or is it next month? I, I think yeah, next month. Nothing in March is right as a week after Mahan Mayhem and, and the Hammerstein. Okay, so we got a. Uh, Marty Scroll, uh facing off with Punishment Martinez, a.k.a. Roman Reigns of Jace. Yeah. Okay. And then we have the main event, Dalton Castle, defending the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship against our guy, our Jay guy. Lethal. Our guy. Yeah, two pretty cool matches. Uh, Marty Scroll and Punishment Martinez is a very interesting one, especially the state of the Bullet Club. Yes. So... Also, what got announced this past all weekend, we, um, for those that follow New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, Okada's actually going to face his Chaos member, Will Ospreay, in a champion versus champion match. And wow. um, their, uh, I, f- I think it's their New Japan anniversary sh- show. I think it's just a sign of respect or whatever. It's going to be a good match, but Okada's going to go over, obviously. Um, and also... Is Okada the Roman Reigns of uh, New Japan? Uh, Okada's the John Cena of New Japan. John Cena? Mm-hmm. John Cena is uh, very... I don't want to say Roman Reigns. You know why? Why? Because Roman Reigns is still not at that level where he has all these acolytes. John Cena, on the hand, at, mm-hmm. if we want to compare career-wise, in the mid-late 2000s, Cena was at, already had... Even... I personally don't think he should have been as champion those many times. There's been a bunch of times uh-huh. where he shouldn't have been champion. But I think the comparison more with Cena and Okada... Than, than Okada and... Roman. Yeah, because Roman's still not there. I'm no. st- he's not. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be a champion versus champion match between Will Ospreay and uh, Okada. And also, an interesting tag match has been announced for Honor Rising, which is a New Japan slash Ring of Honor co-promotion uh, pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You can check out a New Japan World. It's going to be Marty Scroll and Cody Rhodes. I saw that. Taking on the Golden Lovers, Kotobushi and Kenny Omega. Do you? What do you see it coming out? Because, and we are going to talk about Corey Graves and and. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're, we're gonna talk about all this. But what's the payoff? Well, there's a lot of twists and turns that are happening here. But like I said, and we talked about it last week. Uh-huh. When it comes to New Japan, Bullet Club has become a real big joke. Okay, they're not what they once were when the first year Omega was in charge and when AJ Styles... They started off like the NWO and now they're now like the LWO or the BWO. 
Maybe not as goofy as a BWO, but at the rate they're going, they, they, they're close enough. Yeah. It's just too many dissension. And they, they bec- the group has become a joke. Um, so this match is going to happen. And Marty Scroll went on Twitter saying that he didn't agree to this. He he, 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 does, he didn't agree to this kayfabe. We're going in story. Of course. Also, he put he sent an, uh, another interesting tweet saying that maybe it's about time I start my own club. And it was like a, a picture of the club. villain club. So when it comes to that character of Marty Scroll, right? Then don't get me wrong. I was there when he joined the Bull Club. I popped big time because we, we were there. Was you there too? No, no, he wasn't. I wasn't there. I was there. You was at Mahan Mayhem. Yeah. Me and Tone were Tone and I were at uh at uh whatchamacallit? Uh the War of the Worlds. Yeah, that one. That was a that was a pay per view where he joined the Bullet Club. Where they kicked Adam Cole out and Marty Scroll joined. Yeah. I've always been a Marty Scroll fan. The second I saw him in Involve a couple of years ago. What up to Speedy who's tuning in with us? Uh what's up, Speedy? What's up, brother? Um so I've always been a fan of this dude. Mm-hmm. Of Marty Scroll. And the Bullet Club. Well, well, we're talking about Marty here, but as time progressed, right, I feel like Marty has lost a bit of his spunk being part of the Bullet Club. Marty's one of those guys where, yes, it makes sense him being part of the Bullet Club, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't necessarily need it. Just like Kenny Omega at this point of his career doesn't need the Bullet Club either. So, in other words, you're saying if they would have just stayed on their own, it would have been okay. Marty Skrull would have been fine whether he was in the Bullet Club or not. You want to um, share with my phone since you got a fucking block? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, do that. I got it. All right, so... um, How do you type on this? Oh, I'm joking. So, yeah, Marty Scrolls one of those characters that he doesn't necessarily need the Bullet Club. And he's teasing now a possible dissension within the ranks of the elite, the Bullet Club, whatever you want to call it. Um, So it's going to be an interesting match. Mm-hmm. Um, And like I said... I think it's either about time where there's going to be a Bullet Club split or I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Cody's going to have everybody be um, regrouped once again okay. where it's just not two division or subdivision. Do you think he's got the power to do that? Because he's the first one that broke up the club, if you will. Well, no. Cody, the beef of Cody is he just he's one of those guys that doesn't take authority. And at the end of the day, Omega... Is technically the leader of the Bullet Club, okay. but Cody, he's not a follower. He's a leader. Okay. And it's interesting when it comes to Cody because for me as a fan, I've uh, and I was having this conversation with, uh, with a friend of mine uh, a couple weeks ago. I didn't like Cody Rhodes to begin with. I started liking Cody Rhodes after he broke off a legacy. Okay. I hated, I disliked Cody so much. I hated his gimmick. I hated his stupid attire with no knee pads. I couldn't stand the dude until he broke up with with Legacy, Legacy, and started becoming like this pretty boy dashing Cody Rhodes. And then he did his own person. And then he started doing the gimmick with the with the clear mask when he was facing off with Mysterio in those matches there. And then he had the stuff with this Sandow. And then he started evolving as a character. Mm -hmm. That's when he grabbed my attention. I was like, okay, this guy's not bad. And then I became a fan of his. Okay. But at first, remember when he was a tag champion with Hardcore Holly? That was atrocious. Yeah, I remember that. He, but, you know, that this happens sometimes when you're young, you're vanilla, you're not really sure what you're doing. Well, I, I think that was the biggest thing is that he was young, he needed to find his way. He was a very vanilla. He was even vanilla when he was part of Legacy. I'm sorry to say that. Yeah, because he was like the, the, the extra guy, the, the one that didn't fit in. And it's, and it's funny because at that time, 
They saw they didn't see a superstar in Cody. No. They saw a superstar in Ted DiBiase Jr. and he got the push and he did nothing with it. And we all know how that mm-hmm. turned out. I mean, I don't think he was a bad wrestler, but you know, it, no. it wasn't what it was. No, and and you know what? With uh, with legacy, you kind of knew ultimately who the the top guy was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Cody, again, to what you're saying, he needed to move on from the stable in order to be what he is now. Now, if you look at it, I see that with Marty Scroll. I like that he's in the Bullet Club, but I just think well, um, Marty Scroll, Bullet Club or not, he's a superstar already. Yeah. He's already a superstar. It doesn't matter. He has a whether it, it he eventually goes to the WWE or not. Me personally, I hope he doesn't go to the WWE anytime soon. Because he's still a young guy. He he could grow and evolve as a wrestler and as a character. Yeah, I see what you did there, both in the Indies and Ring of Honor, or or still doing um, work with New Japan. He could grow and evolve as a superstar and as a wrestler. He doesn't need WWE right now because guess what? If he goes to WWE, he's either going to go to NXT and then after that he's going to go to 205 Live if it still exists at that point and then that's it. You know why? Because he's a small guy. Yeah, and it's a shame too. So, it should be interesting what we see at Honor Rising with this tag match. Also, 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 um, there's a, a quick uh, semi-documentary with the Golden Lovers with uh, Koto Bushi and Kenny Omega. Where they're kind of talking about uh, that you see them training and preparing for this match that they're gonna have, and um, they have some type of dialogue. And also, Kotobushi says something like he's not trying to divide anything when it comes to the Bullet Club and stuff like that. So it should be very interesting how this story gets told in the next couple months between the Golden Lovers, the Bullet Club, the Elite, and all this other shit. And uh, we have Richard Beecher saying Ted DiBiase Jr. should have been bigger. Yes, but I, I, he he didn't end up becoming bigger, unfortunately. Uh, Ted DiBiase Jr., Bo Dallas, or Curtis Axel? When it comes to what? Who should be bigger? Because those are three. Well, Ted DiBiase ain't wrestling, so he no, automatically no, 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 but gets I'm canceled saying, like, out. So just fantasy book, right? Looking at it. I would, I would, I, I, I would sorry, say, Bo, I, I prefer Bo Dallas. I would say Bo Dallas just because of the stuff he did in NXT. Okay, he was uh, so you're form- able to see his range. Yes, he was former NXT champion. He had phenomenal matches there. Well, Curtis Axel, yeah, he's decent in the ring, but I feel like Curtis Axel never really had a character. Okay. Um. Yes, he was. Uh. He's Mr. Perfect Son. But the problem with him is that even if you go back to a couple years ago when he started feuding, remember when he was feuding with Punk when he was the uh, Intercontinental Champion? Yeah. Around that time, like you look at some of the dialogue that he would be saying to his opponent. Like in his matches or whatever, it would just seem really awkward and there wasn't really much dialogue. Like it was pushed. Yes. Until I started seeing a bit of character with him when he started doing this Axelmania stuff around yes. WrestleMania 31, when he, where that part, he was really super over when he was doing like, I never got eliminated from the Royal Rumble. He was doing that gimmick. At 234. They, they, I did see some character with Curtis Axel around that time. And, but you know, WWE, they never capitalize on the moment. They usually capitalize when it's too late at this point. Yeah, it's a shame though. Mm hmm. So, but we're talking about Marty Scroll, yes. Bullet Club, and that uh, that tag team match um, that is going to be interesting to see and interesting to see how they take it. Um, again, I want to see how they build upon that. I definitely want to do that. Also, um, speaking about New Japan, and yeah, your mic is shot. Uh, speaking about New Japan, and um, 
and the stuff that's going on over there. So uh, you know they're having this big show March 25th, right? You're, that's what happens when you let Vincent set up. Why would you do that? Let me guess. Let me guess. Mr. Excuses, let me guess. Let me guess. I don't know. Carry on. Exactly. Um, so speaking about New Japan, they're going to have a big show called Strong Style Evolve. I believe March 25th is going to be broadcast on um, Access TV, also nice. on New Japan World. We talked about that last week. But some a bomb of news ended up dropping. The bomba. We have a bomb. A bomb of news ended up dropping this past weekend. Uh-huh. Rey Mysterio. He already has a historic career as it is. But he's missing one thing. He's a legend. Yep. A certified G. Eventually will be a Hall of Famer oh, in the WWE. Of course. Okay. He's going to make his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut as Strong Style of All. And he challenged Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. And this will be a rematch back from the WCW days. Which uh, that day on Facebook, everybody was sharing that original match. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. I think this is awesome. After the shape that we did see him um, at the Rumble. And listen, he this is not that, hey, he came out of retirement, he did the Rumble match, and he, that's no. it. No, he's no. been wrestling everywhere. Everywhere. Lucha Underground, the Indies, everywhere. So this, I think this is really, really cool. You think he's juicing? I don't know. Don't care. I honestly don't care. I really don't. As long as he puts on a good match. As long as he puts on a good match and he doesn't get like roid rage or anything like that, I really don't care what you do. Okay. okay. It, it, the same goes for drugs, people. I'm sorry. As long as it's not really technically affecting your life and affecting other people, if you want smoke or, uh, you know, party a little bit, um, I don't care what you do. That was a lot of bit. <laughs> no, no, no. All jokes aside, um... As long as it's not affecting other people, listen, uh, especially when it comes to smoking. Um, smoking. I personally can't do it because of my job, but... I can't do it because of my job either. Congratulations. You played yourself. Let's change the subject. <laughs> so that's what's going on over there with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, do Booker... You, oh, sorry, do, uh, I know we're going to go into... But do you see Rey Mysterio and Jushin being a good match? Absolutely. Because Jushin, despite his age, uh-huh. that dude could still go in the ring. Remember a couple of years ago, he was in NXT and he had a phenomenal match with Tyler Breeze? I have to go back and watch. Uh, the first NXT Brooklyn. Okay. We're going to go back and watch. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, and Just, I, Jushin, for, like I said, despite his age, mm-hmm. and he's not as as thin as he was back in back in the, so, his heyday. So, he's a, a little thick. There's a little bit bigger, but that happens with age. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you don't have to tell me. I was looking at my high school picture. Just saying. Uh, what up, DJ South? Guys, share this video. Let the people know that we're here. Well, well, with Justin the Liar, it, despite his age, he still goes in the ring. No, no. no and yeah. for those that watch like New Japan, you guys see it every single year. Wrestle Kingdom. There's a uh, there's a New Japan Rumble, and a lot of these. New Japan legends and, and and veterans, you know, make their have they get their little five minutes their, of shine. Turn, they yeah. they get their like five minutes of fame in in the Rumble match. So, you know, the Jushin, Th- uh, Jushin Thunder Liger is not one of these guys that that has missed a beat. You know what I'm saying? Okay, he does put 
people over. So it'll be but at the same time, it's, it's and I'm positive it's going to be a, a great match. And come on, we know Mysterio could go in the ring if he didn't. If he didn't feel mm. like he couldn't have a good match with Jushin Thunder Liger, he wouldn't do the match. No, of course not. Let's keep that in mind. And we're going to talk about um, age differences and whether there's potential good matches or not in a little bit. Mills? What? Age difference? Okay, okay carry on. <sighs> Anyways, um, so we spoke last week about the Booker yeah. T and the Corey Graves stuff. We right? named our episode Who's Got Beef. Who's Got Beef, yeah, that was the name of our episode, episode 65. You can check it out Where? on demand. Wherever you get your podcast needs, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. So, I'm the man. I'm the man. Because I'm the man. Congratulations. You played yourself. No! 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 Just saying, bro. You walked into that one. <laughs> so we talked about Corey Graves and, and, and Booker T last week on, on this beef on Booker T claiming that 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 it's because of Corey Graves he lost his position in the broadcast booth. Um, that he was gonna beat his ass if he cashed him at a Starbucks in the street. Yeah, all this shit, right? And on the back, on the back of the Starbucks, he said, "Yeah." So we so what happened? We briefly spoke. What if this is work? I said, "I don't think it's a work," because what's the payoff here? Like, exactly. There's no payoff here. Corey Graves can't wrestle anymore. Uh, unless they they trying to make a story out of this where where Corey Graves is gonna have a representative representative like def, defend his honor or something like at the end of the day there's no payoff and and I love Booker T but I don't think people are really gonna be interested in Booker T having a match of Mania like no. and not even on a pre show match so what's the real payoff here so Booker T sent out a, sent out a tweet last week saying um hey I'm inviting Corey Graves. To to call in at, at his show, um, at, uh, what's it called? Uh, Heated conversations, I believe. Yeah. It's a radio show slash podcast. Um, he he told him to call in, um, so he could clear up some of his uh uh responses that that Booker T did for Corey, towards Corey Graves uh-huh. about beating his ass. Blah blah blah. We already know. Yeah, for for him to be able to uh give his two cents. And yes, clear the air, if you will. That was the exact words that they used. So, Corey Graves ended up calling in, and there's a video of this if you go on YouTube. Um, they're laughing. It was all a work. work. And they, they were saying, Booker T made comments saying, like, oh, that, that you know, I was glad getting kicked out of the broadcasting team. You know, I wanted to be part of the pre-show. You know, we're working the fans. We're working the dirt sheets, blah, blah, blah. How people just, you know, believe everything they hear. Yada, yada, yada. Corey Graves made comments like, oh, if I if I did have the power book to, to, to get you kicked out of the of the announced team. All this ha-ha-hee-hee slap on the knee. There was a lot of ha-ha-hee-hee. The, the, the whole conversation was ha-ha-hee-hee slap on the knee. Okay. But. Okay. I have a conspiracy theory. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Debuting this week. So, I think this is a work within the work. Within the work. I don't. Th- I. Because there's no payoff here. Like, what's the payoff? What's the payoff that we're getting? Like, for what? Just to work the IWC and the dirt sheets? For what? Like, there's no payoff here. Like, um. They're playing with something for what? Like, it just makes no sense to me. So I have a theory. My theory is... Go ahead. 
Booker T is apparently running for council or mayor. I forget what it is. I believe it's mayor mm-hmm. in Houston. I strongly believe that after Booker made these comments, he probably got reached out by the WWE. And listen, you can't be making comments like this. That you're going to beat somebody's ass if you catch them on the street, yeah, live yeah. on on radio, blah, 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 whatever, this, this, and that. I also believe that um, I don't know what's the best way to to name this group, but his political office, his political, his political team, team yeah. his political team probably reached out to him like this and book, this ain't a good look for you. If you're trying to run for, for this or whatever you're trying to run for, you over here trying to make threats on radio. Um, we know you're a wrestler, blah, 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 blah. So by him being a wrestler, uh-huh. he took advantage of that. And maybe him and Corey did have a conversation prior to this live on air of back course. and back and forth. And, you know, to clear up Booker's name and, you know, to, to get any heat that Corey Graves got out of this. Because it, it makes no sense to me for them to run this angle without no payoff. Because at the end of the day, there's no payoff if this was a work. So I think it's a work within the work. Um, and if you even go back while they were on commentary, they were throwing shade and yeah. jabs at each other all the time. Of course. So what's the point of, of working the IWC and to dirt and the dirt city? Just uh just a point and laugh? Like to me that there's no payoff there. Like I don't think now nah, nah, granted this is a wrestling business, anything is possible. Oh, right? Yeah. But especially no knowing Booker's history, his track record of having beef with other wrestlers, him having a a a, a beat down with Batista, which Booker won, him having issues with the Young Bucks back in the day when they were in TNA, he's had issues in the yeah. past. Also, Conan, you remember Conan? Orale, orale, K Dog. Orale, orale, orale. K Dog, he acts like a Mexican, but he's really what is it? Cuban, Cuban. Puerto Rican, Cuban, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Um, Conan even said it on his show, his podcast, great podcast, by the way. Um, he said on his podcast, Booker T and Stevie Ray were two guys back in the day in WCW that you would not want to fuck with. No, no. Uh, one of the things that Chris Brown is saying to us on the Facebook chat. And again, if you guys are listening to us on the SoundCloud version, like our Facebook page so you could be part of the fun when we're live. Uh, Chris Brown is saying one possibility would have been a guy from Booker T school. Against somebody Corey Graves chooses from NXT. That's kind of the add-on to the conversation you and I were having this if, morning. If it, w- if it was going to be something like payoff. Uh, a payoff. But we're obviously not getting that. So I, I, it's funny because you called it. It's a work within the work. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not. There's no payoff here. No, and so for what all the commotion, all the Twitter, and all the this, and all the sublims, and and all this, and it doesn't add up with them going back and forth in commentary for the past couple of months. It does not add up. So let let me tell you this, and if you guys didn't get a chance to hear the actual audio of them talking to each other on Booker T's uh, um, podcast, or and yeah, it's called uh, a heated conversations. It's a radio show out in Texas, I believe, and it also drops as a podcast. Yeah, so. First off, if you're trying to sell something, and this Paul Heyman actually said it, if I am trying to sell you a work, I am going to give you a little bit of background and then run into the issue that we're having right now. So how did they start the conversation? Hey, we're two old school guys, and we're going we're gonna to kayfabe it all the way or something like that mm-hmm. along those lines. You don't need to say that. No. You don't need to say it. You can say, hey, you know what? We were just playing, blah, 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 you know, and, and move forward. But again, it's a work. Because even if you're cool with them, and 
I don't know, like the dialogue just wasn't adding up for me. I'm sorry. No, it didn't. It, no, no, it didn't at all. It didn't add up at all. That's why, um, to me, it just it just seemed off to me. It just seemed off. Um, Jose Alberto saying uh, there was a video of Booker about to fight another announcer, and Corey stopped him. It, it wasn't another announcer. It was uh, the guy that's on WPIX, Stanford. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I, did, I think... Um, it wasn't us that posted the video. It was somebody else. But we did see that video recently yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and, and and look, at the end of the day, and, and the whole joke of it was Josh Stanton? No, no, Stanford. Mike Stanford. Some guy Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on WPIX. Um, he goes in, oh, and, and the O in your GI, GI Joe or something, or GI, what was uh, Booker T's? Uh, the bro in GI, GI. The, the O in GI bro. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and again, we do understand that a lot of this is work and, and you kind of have to kayfabe things, but this whole thing between Corey Graves and Booker T, it has to be at work. It has because there's I, no payoff. There's no payoff, and it just doesn't make sense. And it just goes back to my theory of of him running for office, and of course, and and and, and you know WWE probably reaching out to him like, yo, dude, you can't be saying shit like Can that. We run you, for bo- you absolutely not. You you oh, yeah. you you work. You still work for the company. You're you're threatening a guy that that works for our company still. Like you can't be doing stuff well, like that. Even if you just look at it like that, that's work workplace violence. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, you know, because it is wrestling and they do hit each other. But then you're running into the whole territory of uh, Alberto Rio. Remember when he hit the guy and they and then he ended up getting fired, even though he was in the right. Yeah, but it's still workplace violence. Mm-hmm. So, um, so where do we go from here, though? With with this story or our next subject? No, no, no. With this story, I'm trying to finish. Um, to the uh, there's nothing really much to say. I just think I I don't believe the little the little um. I don't even know their little love Make fest, up. their love fest that they had on, on their podcast. I just don't believe it. Happy Valentine's Day to Ladiva Sordo. She just shared our video. Shout out to Ladiva. Shout out to everybody that's on the Facebook Live and everyone that's listening to us on the podcast version of the show. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five star rating and review. Comments, grievances, bury this guy right here. Bury me? I mean, most likely they're going to bury you. So I could be called The Undertaker? Absolutely bury not. Congratulations, you played But yourself. you're the one that said buried it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we're going to talk about one more thing, and then we'll get into Raw and SmackDown. Um, some rumors Smackdown? came out this week. Uh-huh. It is Raw and SmackDown related. I know. The end of... Uh, what is it? Individual uh, brand pay-per-views? Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So apparently, after WrestleMania, starting with uh, Backlash, it'll be. I've heard different rumors about Backlash. I've heard rumors that the that the what is it the 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 draft the WWE draft is going to be uh-huh. taking place within that actual pay per view Backlash. No, I heard that. No, I've read rumors about that. It was whack the first time they tried it. I've also read rumors. What was the, the pay per view that they tried it in? No, I'm Wasn't not. It Judgment Day. I don't. I honestly don't remember. I'm thinking. Okay. So that's that's one of the rumors that the the actual draft, the uh, the 2018 draft, or the or the superstar shakeup, whatever you want to call it, is going to take the stupidest name ever. It's going to take place within this paper. Now, can you draft from NXT? Well, they did it last time. Ricochet. No. War Machine. No. 
it would be more AOP. It would be possibly maybe Cien, uh, Cien, Cien Almas if he drops the title. He's to, already made the, the Yes, so it, it wouldn't be War Machine. It wouldn't be Ricochet. Now, now I'm sorry. Would you have Cien Almas wear a mask? Because I think he looks better with the mask. Absolutely not. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound you know pause here, but the dude's a good looking guy. Like, why would you want to put a mask back on him? He's with a, a beautiful fucking girl. No, it makes no. It, it makes. Look. It makes no sense to put, especially if you ran the gimmick so long in NXT at this point with no mask. Why would you put a mask on him back in the main roster? It makes no sense. Chris Brown's also adding, giving that they're talking about expanding pay-per-views back to four hours again. I can see that happening. Okay, so for me, right, I, I'm, no. you got to take the pros and cons here. All right. So the pros would be the guys in the ring wrestling. Congratulations, you played yourself. The pros here would be that we're not going to be getting some pay-per-views with some like random throwaway matches like Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley. But that's not a throwaway match. That that match is, even though the match was good, but it just it's not a match that we would want to see, right? At a pay-per-view. At a pay-per-view. But we're going to take away that, and then you're going to get a variety of, of wrestlers from both brands. That's the pro. The con would be is... Let's be honest here. If it wasn't for this brand extension and these separate pay-per-views, Jinder Mahal would have never been a world champion. No, no. Let's let's be let's be honest here. Let's tell the truth. And also, I feel like if we're going back to just joint pay-per-views, we got to make this a even playing field. There's no reason why a raw match should close every pay-per-view. I'm sorry. It shouldn't happen. Like I know that's what we're going to get at WrestleMania, but I'm sorry. You got to make both brands evenly, and we have not seen that. Yeah, but you know that both brands are not even. But they need to be even. If they Listen, the problem with this brand extension is, and this is going back to 2002, they've never made these brands even. And you've never given SmackDown, in this case, because it's never been Raw, and even playing field, and even with the bullshit, even with with SmackDown just being two hours, which is a good thing. That's a that's a uh, that's a benefit for them. But even back in the day, with SmackDown being taped, they never gave SmackDown a fair shot. And even back in those days, SmackDown was still the better show. We had the uh, the SmackDown Six. Or was it the SmackDown Seven? I think it was the SmackDown Six. Um, and you had SmackDown still being the better show. Now. What I've done, what I've have noticed recently, talking about this brand extension and and everything going on with SmackDown and Raw, I have noticed that SmackDown has been horrendous the past couple of weeks. Um, and since post Royal Rumble, Raw has been real, real good. I'm not real good, but it has been it has been better, better, better. Um, and it goes back to a, a theory that everybody knows already. The theory behind it is Raw is Vince's baby, and he sees SmackDown as like a stepchild. And SmackDown, even though this week wasn't so bad, it was all right. Like, I, I actually did enjoy SmackDown this week compared to the past couple of weeks. It was more of a, a, a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. this week for SmackDown compared to these horrendous couple of weeks. There's still a couple things that leave you in question, and we're going to get to all that when we talk about Raw and SmackDown. But when it comes to these dual brand pay-per-views, 
If you want to make these co-pay-per-views work, you have to. You have to give both brands a fair shot. You can make Raw outshine SmackDown because you already do that already. You do that already. Yeah, no, you you definitely don't want to do that. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I love AJ Styles being world champion, and yeah, he's going to defend it, and we'll talk about this match in a little bit. He's going to defend uh, his title fast lane in a fatal fireway. But there's no reason, if you're gonna, if Brock's not going to be there every week, there's no reason why he can't be defending the title at the pay-per-view, I'm, at Elimination Chamber, I'm sorry. He should be defending the title. At least. At least. At least do that. If you're not going to make it to every week on Raw, at least make it there, I don't know, majority of the pay-per-views. Because what I'm thinking is, okay, you kind of have uh, Brock have an open challenge, if you will, right? And then what you do is you build up every, pay- every pay-per-view with the guys fighting themselves to see who gets the next shot at Brock. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you don't need to have him there every day. You could just have him there at the pay-per-views. So um, we'll, see, we'll see what happens with all this. Now, I really hope they don't do it because I have been enjoying... Um, SmackDown being the better show. SmackDown pay per views before everything's happening. I, I've had this con- I had this conversation with a buddy of mine like recently, and overall, I think the SmackDown pay per views have been better than the Raw ones. Yeah. Um, just last year alone, No Mercy, the two heavily promoted matches: Braun Strowman and Lesnar and Cena Reigns. And I think, in my opinion, both matches choked. Then you had wow. TLC. You had Raw TLC. Um, it was supposed to be the Shield versus the Bar and Miz. That ended up getting remixed. Angles there, Reigns was out. Um, and yes, we got two good matches in that pay per view. Well, one good match and the other one's type argue. It was unarguable because a lot of people hated the, the main event. I I enjoyed the main event, but overall the pay per view was crapola. When it comes to SmackDown, the only SmackDown pay per view that I thought was shit was Battleground. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag unblock Leo is the new hashtag we're going to try to get going. Uh, Chris Brown is saying that's another thing that's been getting under my skin as of late. Since when did it go out of fashion to have an actual one-on-one match for one of uh, the two major teams? Too many multi-man matches. There's been too many multi-man matches, and we're seeing it with the with the chamber. We're seeing yeah. it with the with the fatal five-way happening at Fastlane. Yeah, ha- have the five guys fight for it, and then you have the one-on-one. It's just we're in that position where the and and let's let's be frank here with this duel. I'm Leo. Speaking of Frank the Tank, I'm going to talk about Frank the Tank in a little bit. But um, with these dual brand papers, you think this is going to? I mean, with with them being together, you think this is going to make any better? No, no. Because now you're still taking away spots from other guys because there's no individual one pay per view for one brand. You're going to take spots away from other guys, and then you might see a more mixed match full of people in a match. And believe me, we're going to get that at Mania, too. But Mania is expected. Yeah. Even though last year's Mania, the number one match did start off the show. Just saying. Yeah, the 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 main the the main my favorite match of last year's Mania was uh, Styles and Shane. It was. And that was, for me, I was like, yo, AJ deserves so much better than this. I was totally against it. And that match just blew my mind. Didn't we watch that together? Yes, we did. Okay. And I remember telling you, like, don't be mad that they're starting it off. I was pissed, bro. No, I, I remember. I was pissed because it's like, yo, it's AJ Styles, bro. He deserves so much fucking better than okay, this. Okay, but, but then it goes back to what I told you that day. 
let it be because then if they are the match of the night, which they were, because as soon as that match was over, like we're like, okay, where do we go from here? Yeah. So that speaks even more volumes of what AJ is capable of doing. No, no, you're right. Because you're you have right. the same Shane McMahon the year before that jumped off the top of the ladder for what? I mean, the top of the cage mm-hmm. for what? No, you're right. You're and and that's another conversation that that, that we'll talk at a later date. So let's, but let's let's, let's, let, let's talk about Raw. So uh, Raw started off with uh with a typical John Cena promo coming out. You know, yeah, same old shit. Miss came out, pretty much challenged him to a match. After stop singing. I'm not singing. Stop popping your head. <laughs> so Miss Ch- Cena challenged Miss to a match. Pretty much saying loser has to enter first in the chamber. Um, after John Cena got beat down <laughs> by um, the Miz Taraj, Miz accepted. They had a match. The match, I will say this about the match. Out of all the encounters Miz and Cena had, this was probably my favorite one. Because it, it was the most believable. It was better than the WrestleMania 27 match where the Rock interfered. It was better than last year's fiasco with the, with uh, Nikki Bella and Maurice. This was a really, really good match. I really enjoyed it. I'm Do grand- you know why? And Miz is a different superstar, a wrestler now. Also, to Chris, Chris Brown's point, it was one on one. It was one on one, but they've had a one on one match before. Yeah, but, but it. You, you've also- but Miz was a different guy back then. Like, not saying that Miz didn't deserve that main event at twenty seven, and he didn't deserve the WWE Championship. I'm not saying that, but I feel like if this would happen now, mm-hmm. it would make more sense. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the match. Cena went over. Miz is, uh, yeah, Miz is Miz. Miz is, uh, entering first in the, in the chamber match. What if he wins? Miz is not winning, bro. Come on. Let's be realistic. He's not winning. So what, is he just peppered to the rest of the pasta? Um, let's, let's, let's wait until we get to that point. Okay. All right. But he's definitely not winning the match. All right. So what else? Um, also... Um, Bailey had a match with Sasha Banks. Another really, really good match between the 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 women of the WWE. They dropped the ball there. Between Sasha Banks and Bailey, why? They should have made. Uh, they had a chance to make any one of those two girls heal that night, especially with Bailey. Th- well, I think that, but th- I think that's eventually going to happen. Yeah, but do it there. Do it in Bailey's hometown. Well, more of a, well, more of a uproar of the crowd you're going to get than in her hometown. She turns heel. They'll go crazy. So, okay, so there's some speculation of Bailey going heel. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think there should be a remix of her character. Mm-hmm. I think there's need there's needs to be some tweaks of An her character, upgrade. but maybe not necessarily heel because we don't know if she could play a heel character or not. With Sasha, she shits as a face. I'm sorry, her baby face run is horrendous. She sucks as a face. It's been really, really bad. But as a heel, Sasha Sasha Banks is gold. Yeah, yeah, she was. She is gold. The only criticism I have with Sasha Banks she's is her theme song. Oh. Her theme song. If she's like she's gonna play a heel and she's a boss, that theme song does not fit what she represents. It's too poppy. It's too much of an. Uh, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's too much of an underdog like type story. Yeah. Like that's not that song is not a heel song. 
Well, at least with Charlotte Flair, her theme song could fit good as a face or a heel. It doesn't matter what character she plays. What about Nia Jax? I mean, I'm not a fan of Nia Jax's theme song either. But I think with that one is like I'm so used to it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's just like whatever to me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But with Sasha Banks theme song, it's like let me put it this way: when she's a face, she does not act like a boss at all. She doesn't act like a boss at all. When she's a heel, that's when she acts like a boss, and that theme song does not work for her. Doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Well, the match was good, but you know. No, no, because they could work together. The match was good. Bailey got a win, a much needed win. Especially for Bailey, because she's been dead for I don't know for the last year. Yeah, um, she got a nice pop from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha Banks was getting some heat. Yep, she's been getting some heat a little bit. Um, I think she needs to turn heel. She needs to stop doing the suicide dive, dive, and she needs to turn yeah. heel. Yeah, and she needs to get a better weave. Too far. No, okay. Hairline. No, no. This is why women no! don't like you. <laughs> All right, that's good because I'm married. Women, back off. Estamos lambiendo, eh? <laughs> so, happy Valentine's Day. Snyder too. Jax ended up attacking both girls. Oh. Then she cut a pro, uh, Charlie Caruso. Oh my God, I love her. Um, she. Let's take a moment. At Lucha Outsiders. Everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter. Shout out to the Big Doctor. How are we doing? Once a week? Twice a week? Let's take a moment. Well, this week, we've done it twice. We did one Monday. We did one today, and we're probably going to do one on Friday. I'm going to keep it three times a week. Uh, no more dives for sure is what Alan Peters is saying about Chacha Banks. What did what, he say? No more dives. Yeah, no more dives. Yeah. He, he knows. Yeah. Alan Peters knows. He knows. Yeah. So, But uh, let's take a moment, right? Is uh, It's a little, what do you, what do you call it, a segment, a little uh, Hall of Fame, a little showcase. There you go. Uh, let's take a moment as a showcase that we have on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. <sighs> Charlie Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So, um, that happened. Uh, Nia Jack said, um, may, um, when he was choosing any interview saying that, oh, that, that it's been about these two girls. It's about my moment. It's about, you know, hey, look how easily I beat them up and Oscar beat these two. That just shows how quick I could beat Oscar or something down those lines. So we got to wait and see. Uh, I think eventually what we're going to end up seeing is Oscar and Charlotte at Mania, and we're going to see Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss at, at Mania. Why? Do we really want to see a triple threat between Oscar, Nia Jax, and Alexa Bliss? So let me ask you this. Where do you fit in the newest signee of Ronda Rousey? What happened? Where do you put Ronda Rousey? Because this Ronda's is, this not going to have a title match. Oh, so, so this is my thing, right? Like, I'm not emotionally invested because right now with this whole shit with Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. like they could just screw us all over and 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 have her take Oscar's uh, undefeated streak or have her win the title. You never know with Vince and and Stephanie and all the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of bothers me a little bit. I'm not going to be. Uh, fully emotionally invested. But it, Ronda Rousey's not going to get a title match at Mania. Why does she deserve a match? Because she's Ronda fucking Rousey. I'm, I'm, no. Let me rephrase that. I'm all for her having a match. Okay. She does not deserve a title match. Bro, you know how much that is a slap to the face to every female that's on that in the WWE? It's, it's a bigger slap to the face 
when the Ro- then then the Rock getting a title match with Punk back a couple years ago. So let me take you on this tour. Okay. Right. Royal Rumble, first ever Royal Rumble for the women. Oscar, mm-hmm. everything you built her up, and you give her thirty seconds, because then Ronda Rousey comes out. That's not a slap in the face. It was, but and and, and this goes to the point that we had last week. It, it, it just go okay. So talking, there was no other way of having, and I and I thought about it, and maybe. Ronda couldn't have come out, maybe because they just showed a a, a package on on on, on the screen or on the screen. Maybe we could have done that instead of taking away from Oscar's moment. But maybe she could have just debuted the next night on Raw. That's what I would have done. But I think it also goes to WWE's point, and and it's hard for me to disagree with them. It's like, yes, it, it, it's a historical moment for the women's uh, Royal Rumble, the first ever women's Royal Rumble. I'm not knocking that. I'm I'm happy it went to the it was the main event. I enjoyed that rumble match more than the men's. But I think part of the reason why the main event it also is because of that Ronda moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. Like it's like yes, I agree that it took away from Oscar's moment, but at the same time, it's like what other way could he have done it? You could have run a promo package. Yeah, you could have done that, but would have had the same effect. Yeah. No. But then I feel like some maybe bitch people would have been bitching about that too. Or why would they play the promo package after Oscar, you know, winning Ronda the Rumble? Rousey, you should have had her come out. Yeah, so I feel like people would have been bitching with that too. So it's like, I think, and, and I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks, I think what pisses me off more is maybe, is more... Wrestling fans. No, no, no. Not that Ronda... Did what she did. Like, yeah, at the time it kind of bugged me, but I think it's the follow up that 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 bothered me more. There was only mentions. They only mentioned her on Raw throughout the whole night. Barely any mention of the Women's Royal Rumble, and there was no follow up. There was no follow up. Like there was no interview, no exclusive interview that they could play on Raw that night. Um, and then the following week, no mention of Ronda until this week at Elimination Chamber. Ronda Rousey. Kayfabe is going to uh, sign her official WWE contract. Wait, so she's not signed yet? Come on, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. So uh, do we care about uh, Revival getting a win over the, the Good Brothers? The who? Um, Gals and Anderson. The who? Gals and Anderson? No, I'm talking about the, the Revival. Revival, Revival. Who's that? <laughs> Dash and Dawson. Fuck the Revival. Carry on. Congratulations, you played just that was, that was really weak, bro. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I love the gimmick, but that was really weak coming from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, fuck uh, the revival. Uh, the, I don't know. Like, do we care? Like, they're no. just trading wins. Last trading week, wins. Uh, last week, Balor and um, Anderson got the win over them. Now they catch the L. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, what's the, what what evolution of this feud? What's gonna happen? I, I don't know. And Part of me doesn't care. I love both teams. Uh, you know, too sweet all day, but it's just... Triple H, Batista, Ric Flair. Evolution. <sighs> Congratulations. You played yourself. Speaking of oceans, Absolution. Um, I produce. No, you don't. <laughs> Speaking of Absolution, so they have Paige in this weird role where she's like a manager, a Jace, 
But she does no promo. She doesn't talk. She Paige doesn't do nothing. Do they like, why? Like, why are we not like, okay, yes, Paige can't wrestle no, anymore. It sucks. I feel horrible about it. But she's not like, yo, she cuts great promos. Like, why don't they have her cut promos? It, it's just a shame. It it sucks. It pisses me off. Like, don't get me wrong. I love seeing her on my TV screen. But, but like, why why are we not seeing her on, on, on like, on a backstage role, like where she's cutting a promo for Absolution for um Mandy Rose and and fucking um Sonya Deville, like why are we not seeing that? Like it, it makes no sense to me. So you're pretty much paying her to pretty much shake her ass on TV. Don't get me wrong, that sounds real nice, but it, it's just come on, like user, like capitalize on the energy she brings every time you see her on TV. Like it just makes no fucking sense to me at all. But um, that's what's going on with with Absolution. Also with Raw, um, we have to talk about this. We definitely oh, no, we don't. Before we talk about Strowman, because that was like the highlight of the night. Yes. Before we talk about that, so remember I mentioned Frank the Tank before. Frank the Tank. Okay. So Frank the Tank. That's your boy though. Yeah, it's my boy. <laughs> so they ran this angle. This segment, I want to say, where Kurt Angle came out, um, he was saying that Jason Jordan is going to miss WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. The crowd was booing, cheering, happy, and Kurt Angle cut up. Like, they set up Kurt Angle, but they did it purposely, where he was defending Kayfabe, his son. And he was saying, like, what well, what kind of morals do you people have if you're if you're cheering for uh, my son's for uh, injury, person. whatever? Seth Rollins ended up coming out. I had a conversation with Kurt saying that there's no reason why he shouldn't be part of this Elimination Chamber match. He said he wants a chance. He said, let's make this fatal four-way into a fatal five-way. I want in. Kurt Angle was hesitant. He then asked the crowd. The crowd obviously cheered. Of course. Rollins is in the match. But with this is back, within this back and forth, when I saw them both in the ring, I'm like, I know what they're doing here. What are they doing? They're teasing. They're, they're, they're planting seeds. For a possible WrestleMania match. Yeah. Which I'm all for. If anybody's going to get a, a great match out of Kurt, it's going to be Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Now, we know other people can in the company, too. But I'm just saying right now, in Raw, Seth Rollins will do it. He'll, go, he'll, he'll make it happen. And, he'll, and it puts Seth Rollins in a better position also. Because, don't get me wrong, I've it, it, as long, it, even though Jason Jordan is really vanilla and annoying, he's playing that role very well. And he he's no he knows what he's doing. And he's a great wrestler. But, and we're talking about Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan, compared to Seth Rollins and Kurt Angle, come on, you're putting Seth Rollins in a better caliber match, in a more, uh, more must-see match, regardless how we've seen Kurt in the, in, in the last two matches that he's had since coming back to the WWE that have been very anticlimactic, especially his TLC match, he looked um, very slow and sluggish. His uh, Survivor Series match, he, he seemed a little bit better, but it was a, a tag match. With this match, if it, if it does end up happening between Rollins and Angle, I think it's one of those matches where where we're going to see a good match. We're going to see Rollins sell for Kurt. He's going to make Kurt look good. And, and it's going to be believable. Also, keyword. it's going to be a match where people are going to want to see. Of course. Especially in Mania. So Frank the Tank, our buddy friend of the show. Friends of the show friend of the show he um i did a post on our on our instagram page and he made a comment saying that he no he doesn't want to see it that seth Rollins deserves better than that that uh that he was great as a heel and now he's lost in the shuffle he's totally against it 
Now, which I agree, I halfway agree with him. I do think Seth Rollins deserves better, and I think he's a phenomenal heel. And since his face turned, he's had some ups and downs. But if he doesn't wrestle Kurt Angle, who the fuck else is he going to wrestle? Let's be honest here. What high caliber match can we put him in? Nothing. Nobody. Unless you put him in the main event with with the, and make it a triple threat between Lesnar and, and Roman, which I wouldn't mind that. Me, personally, I would rather see Rollins and Lesnar go at it. Yeah. But we're not going to get that. Of course not. We're not going to get that. Of course. So, yes, we're not going to get Jason Jordan and Rollins, which that was what we were going to go with. Mm-hmm. That's where the company, that was the direction of the company. And the reason they were going with that direction was because Ambrose got hurt. Which that's another story. Ambrose got hurt. I think Ambrose was eventually going to turn on Rollins. He wouldn't have gotten injured. And then we would see Ambrose and Rollins at WrestleMania. Now, that match is another match that people will want to see. Because that's what? Every time they go in the ring, they have phenomenal matches. They made a lumberjack match amazing. Yeah, they did. So, we know both guys could go in in the ring. That got changed because of Ambrose's injury. Then it was supposed to be Jason Jordan. Then that got changed because now Jordan went down. So come on. Why wouldn't we want to see Kurt Angle and Rollins? Let, let's, let's use our head, people. Who else? If it's not, if it's not Angle, who else are we going to see Rollins in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a match that he deserves? Or are we just going to put him in a generic match where he's going to start the pre-show? Generic match. Royal Rumble match. No, I'd, ra- I'd rather see him fight Angle. Match. I'd rather see him fight Angle. Oh, me too. And I think me that too. I think that's the direction they should go. Well, uh, we'll see. And uh, Seth should just be on SmackDown, is what Frank the Tank is saying. That might be some. That might be something that we might see in the draft, uh, in the or in the Superstar Shakeup. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, also, can we talk about Braun Strowman? <laughs> yes. Bro, what what can't this dude do? Like, what can't he do? Well, in uh, in a quick 30-second promo, we found out the Duke is sing now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. found out that uh, a cello looks like a guitar next to him. Okay. And uh, he could rhyme. Bro, uh, I don't even know where to start, bro. The, the dude could sing. Um, he's, just, he's just one of those guys... And we've been saying it on this show for the longest. That dude is he oozes charisma. Um we haven't seen him peak yet. No. Even though he might be at, at he's getting every time he does something he gets better and better. He gets elevated and and it's organic because the fans are behind him. You know what I'm saying? It's so organic. That's why it mind boggles me why WWE, aka Vince, doesn't Give him that Roman spot. Because the fans love him. The only thing I would tweak about Braun, uh-huh. and it has nothing to do with him, is if he's going to be a baby face, right, they need to change that theme song of his. Why? They need something like a, a, a Stone Cold S type song. Okay. Where with Stone Cold, it worked whether he was a heel or a face. Uh-huh. That theme song screams out heel. Yeah, okay. He needs a like okay for Ambrose for example, right? That song could work great as a face. It, it, it works either way. Or or a heel, right? Ron's his theme song. It works great as a face. It works great as a heel. Mm-hmm. He needs a song like that. And Braun Strowman's theme song is just is just heel. Okay. We need something. I don't know, man. Like, 
But how would you? He needs something like. How would you fix that though? Give him a song with like some lyrics or something like. But okay, so for those that follow him on Instagram and seeing some of his social media stuff and just hearing him sing right this past Monday. He's a country dude. He has a big country tattooed on his on his arm. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's a country guy. A little bit. I, I I say I say I say I say I get in my pickup truck. That's too much. Okay. No! He's a country guy. No! A little bit. No! no, he's he's really a country dude. No, no, no. A little bit. You went over the line a little bit. Eh, but you do it all the time, so it bounces out. <laughs> so he he's a country dude. Like I think a song that could fit him, something like it, right? My pickup truck and my sister are the same thing. What? I don't know. Okay. Um, remember James Storm's theme song from TNA with the lyrics? It was like had like a country feel to it. The lyrics was kind of country, but it wasn't. It didn't sound like a country song. We have to listen. To or like Beer Money song. Oh, I like Beer Money. Song. Okay, something like that. Obviously, you can't copy that. Beer. Money. But something esque wise, that you put like some uh, some lyrics to that, yeah, to the song, of course, because his heel, his song now just screams out heel. I'm sorry, and the fans are behind him. But it's good though. Ah, it's good though. It works if he's being the heel monster, typical WWE monster that we've seen in the past, like your Sninskis and your Mike Knoxes, and and the list goes on and on and on. But Braun Strowman is a guy that's worked because he has a character. He's he's he has charismatic. He's a guy that even kids like. He's we need a different. We need a different song. He's Razor Ramon. What? He's oozing machismo. <sighs> Congratulations. We're gonna go check on you the kids. All right. Um, but yeah, we we need a different song for Braun Strowman. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what uh, what um, WWE should do, but he definitely needs a different theme song. Long necks and rednecks. That's what uh, Alan Peters is saying. Yes, yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, we need something. We need a song like that, like an like an adjacent version of that song. That's what we need for Braun Strowman. But yeah, it was great him coming out with the cello. The crowd popped. Um, then him beating Elias, my guy. He beat he beat his ass with the with the cello, the bass, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know, man. I would love to see Braun Strowman win the Elimination Chamber. I don't think that's gonna happen, but um, it would be pretty cool if he did win. Also, the main event we had uh the Fatal Five Way winner gets uh a sh- the last spot of the Elimination Chamber match. Great match. Uh, me personally, I wouldn't have had Apollo Cruz there. Um, not because he can't go in the ring. It's just why him? We could have put somebody else in there, or I don't know. Instead of making it a fatal fire away, maybe Seth could have had his spot. But uh, the match was great. But it goes back to my issue that I have with WWE and Bray Wyatt's booking. Was it necessary for Bray Wyatt to take a double pin now? Like, just off of a, a power bomb from Finn and Seth? It, it sucks, man. And it's just, it just continues the burial of Bray Wyatt. Double pin. Um, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, does Bray Wyatt have heat? 
I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, if you guys follow us on Instagram, at Lucha Outsiders, I did a post like, yo, this dude needs to ask for his release. Um, what they keep doing to this guy is just plain old disrespectful. A year ago, he won the title at the Elimination Chamber just to drop it a month later to, to Randy Orton, which he didn't even have the title win in his uh, in his resume. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me at all, and it, it sucks. It really, really sucks because they should let Bray go. They, yeah, he needs to ask for his release. He needs to, um, I don't know, if go to go to the Indies, go to Ring of Honor, go to New Japan. I, I don't know what it is, but he needs to be future endeavored. He he needs to go, man. It, it sucks what they keep doing to the guy. But the match ended with a double pin by Balor and Seth Rollins. Um, the show ended. It ended really weird. Because, you know, every time the show ends, the Raw or SmackDown or any of these pay-per-views, a little icon pops up in the corner where it says, like, the, you know, the um, WB 2018. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it says all that little information on the bottom. And then they'll promote what they're showing on the network. Of course. Well, they did all that. But when they cut away where it fades to black and then usually you see, like, Christy Knows Best or something like that, one of these stupid shows on the USA Network. It didn't do that. It went straight to commercial. It went to a Domino's commercial. So you thought like, yo, are they going to go back to Raw? Like, that's what you thought? And then all of a sudden, they went to like a show. So it, it really ended weird. But for those that, that that like tuned in on Facebook Live or I forget what they did. I don't, maybe they did it on the network. Um, they did this backstage segment with Kurt and Ballard and Seth where Kurt made the decision for the first time ever, we're going to have a seven-man elimination chamber match. Me personally, I think it's going to start off as a triple threat, and it yeah. goes back to, I think it was Chris Brown that was saying this on the chat. Yep. We're seeing the con- constant multi-man matches. Now, keep in mind, I'm a fan of multi-man matches, but they're doing it too much, and they're taking the value away from it. Of course. You're taking away the spectacle, the show, the entertainment. It, it, just, it. it just sucks, man. It really, really sucks. Wyatt was hurt when they took uh, Harper and uh, Rowan away from him. And ever since then, he's been damaged goods. Thank you, Chris Brown. Okay. Here's my question. How many times has Roman either been hurt and he got suspended? He got suspended when one of the biggest... And he, he's never lost a spot. But he's Roman. Bray Wyatt's more over than Roman. Oh, I know. I know. You're preaching to the choir, bro. So, let's move on to SmackDown. Um, so, SmackDown started very interesting. Now, overall, I thought the show was pretty good. Better than usual. Better than usual. Uh, SmackDown started with, um, Baron, it was supposed to be Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler came out, and uh, I got a touch of this on Dolph Ziggler. So, they they did the whole scratching, the the, the fucking light on him, and then all of a sudden they play his theme song. Just lose that, and lose the whole scratching thing, and just play his damn theme song if he's just going to come out with it anyway. He could, he doesn't have to be the necessary show off, um, playing to the crowd. He could still come out all serious, but just play his stupid theme song already. Damn. So uh, uh, I'll take it you don't like the intro. When he was first doing it with the no theme song, I didn't uh, mind it because it was something different. But I expected a payoff. Now WWE never gives us those payoffs, and with Ziggler, they never give us a payoff because yeah. we still don't know why he dropped the United States Championship at all. Yeah, because you haven't even go back to it. They haven't gone back to that. Just like it, it makes no fucking sense. When he came out at thirty at the Rumble, what was he like under less than five minutes? And he got eliminated. Like, come on, you're that's another guy that it's like what? Yeah. So 
they they Ziggler ended up coming out and he waited for Baron Corbin. They played his song, then the song stopped and Ziggler looked confused. He spoke to the ref, then his song played again, and then you see a camera shot where uh, Owens and Zayn is beating off, uh, be- beating up uh, Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. They were working there. They they walked. Towards the towards the, the 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 ring and stuff, and then um, they attacked Ziggler. Then Barry Corbin came out. They attacked uh, Barry Corbin. So um, later on the night, I believe it was like maybe a segment or two after that, um, Shane went up to Brian and told because of his action, because of their his boys, yeah, meaning Owens and Zayn, because of their actions. Um, Baron Corbin and, and Ziggler will not lose their opportunities. Baron Corbin is going to fight Kevin Owens. Ziggler is going to fight Sami Zayn. And if they either, you know, whether they both win their matches or either one wins their match, they're going to be added into the the match. Yeah. Okay. And we. Which I've seen that before. Okay. A thousand times. Um, and we'll work our way to that. Uh, Charlotte had a match with Sarah Logan. The match was really good. Sell of the night. The sell of the night. Um, she took the the natural selection, and this is the towards the end of the match. Uh, she took a natural selection, and Sarah Logan sold it like it was like head. She, she was planted. head first, like planted straight head first, and it looked like you know how RVD used to sell his like DDTs. It looked mm-hmm. just like that. But the match was real good. Me personally, I think this was Sarah Logan's shining moment in her WWE career because mm-hmm. I've been I've been very critical on her. I think she her promos over. I think her promos suck, and I think this was the best showing of her in the ring. Nice. But I have to. I don't know what WWE's doing with Ruby with uh with the Riot Squad. It's just they they made them meaningless. Like okay, whatever. I I get the gimmick. Charlotte's going through each one of the members, but like, give me something where. It, the Rye Squad at least means something. Like after the match, let them beat up like the girls, and and that's another thing that pisses me off. It's like you had all the girls, like not all the girls, but you had uh, Naomi, and then you had Becky Lynch come out with Charlotte, right, mm-hmm. to have her back. Why couldn't you just have another segment with the women where you have a tag match? You have Becky Lynch and and Naomi versus the other two members of the Rye Squad. You could have gave the women two segments. Instead, you bunch them all up in the same segment. Like, for what? Granted, the match was great. I enjoyed the match. But, you, one, you meet, you make the Rye Squad mean nothing. And, and you have no payoff. Again, it goes back to that word. Yeah. Because why would you have all six women there? Mm-hmm. Only two of them are in the ring. Make something happen after the match. Like I, that's one thing. I, I and, and yes, Raw has been better, but that's one thing that I've been giving giving props to Raw is they've been giving the women a lot of segments. And yes, mm-hmm. they have another hour to fill compared to SmackDown. But yo, there, there's no reason why we couldn't have gotten like a tag match between the the other two members of Rise Squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot versus yeah. uh Naomi and Becky Lynch. We could have gotten that at least instead of having all them bunched together. And it just kind of at, at least with Riot Squad, we know they're stable. A Jace. Yeah. With, with Becky Lynch and, and Naomi, they just come out being Charlotte Flair's sidekicks. Like, it just makes no sense to yeah, me. No, no, not at all. But the match was real good. The match, I really, really enjoyed the match. And I don't know what it is, bro, but there's something about Ruby Riot. I don't know what it is that I'm attracted about her. Ruby. She's just, it's, it, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I would let her sit in my face. <laughs> That is a disgusting act. Yes! 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 So, moving on to the night, we had uh, Kevin Owens um, versus Baron Corbin. Really good match. 
Baron Corbin, if there's anything to notice about this match, was Baron Corbin was getting cheered in this match. Yeah. He was getting cheered a lot. Uh, Baron Corbin um, won the match. Now the match has become a fatal four-way. Okay. Also moving on through the night of uh, of SmackDown. I'm I'm getting tired of New Day, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. No. Let me rephrase that. I'm not getting tired of New Day as a whole. Okay. I'm getting tired of New Day as faces. Like they're just ant to me. Like the whole pancakes thing is just stupid. Like they they they've been in a position after the Usos feud yeah. where it's just like I don't know, man. They're just stale to me like I don't know. I think they should turn heel. Turn heel. They need to turn heel. They 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 I don't know, maybe with the brand, with the with the WB draft slash uh superstar shakeup, whatever you want to call it, maybe you could send the Usos to to uh to Raw and maybe get another team over to SmackDown and maybe with that being said, maybe we could get the new day to turn heel because this whole face thing is is not doing it for me anymore. You you think it's you think it's stale now? Well, it was prior to the them feuding with the Usos. They were stale for me. They were really, really stale. The second they started feuding with the Usos for the tag titles, and they had like that whole summer going into fall back and forth. They were I, I enjoyed it, but now it's just I don't know. Like they're just, they're not just, they're not doing it to they're not doing it for me anymore. Um, but um, the main event was really, really good between Sami Zayn and Dolph Ziggler. Both guys could work. Um, my only criticism with the whole Dolph Ziggler story is like this dude just has no story. They never follow up with his story, um, and we always end up with like what the fuck. But the match was really, really good. Ziggler went over. Now Ziggler will be part of this world title match at Fastlane, and we will be getting in a fatal fireway match. Yes, another multi-man match. We're gonna have AJ Styles defend his world. Heavyweight Championship against Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Why? Um, just just for the hell of it, bro. That that's what that's what we're getting. I'm tired of this, man. But this leads to my next question that I'm about to ask you, and then we got something. We got a special treat for you guys. For those that are listening to the podcast version of the show, and for the people that are still tuned in the Facebook Live. And what are you doing? Go, go, go. Just keep going. Okay, my question for you is, why is AJ Styles defending his title in a multi-man match, or just defending his title, period, before WrestleMania, and we're not seeing a title defense from Brock Lesnar? Because it's Brock. I- I'm tired of this special privilege shit. All right there, uh, the girl, the little one, what's her name? Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. All right there, Alexa Bliss. No, it's just not right, bro. Like, at least put him in a match at 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 the chamber. Like, even if it's not in the elimination chamber match, just feed. Just have him sit outside. Just do something with him. If he's not gonna appear on Raw every single week, just at least be majority of the pay per views. It just doesn't make it right. And guess what? The guy, the part timer, the guy that's a, a world champion as we speak, right, is gonna main event main event WrestleMania. He is. Go, 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 go. I'm trying to fix something here. That I hope. You're doing the job. That's what you're doing. No, I'm not. Because look, check this out. So what I've been trying to do mm. is we're going to have a special caller okay. calling in. 
And then what I'm trying to do is patch him in so he can hear us, right? It's not Yo-Yo, okay, by the way. It's not. Okay, while you're working on oh. that, we're, it's time to end all that shit because it's time, it's time to play a game. Not yet. Oh, look, it's Frank the Tank. Yo. Do we hear him? Is he on? Yeah, is he connected? He's on. What's up, Frank the Tank? What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Is this like your third or fourth appearance on the show? I'm going to say third. Um, and I got something cool, too. What you got? I look like you guys now. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so for those that that are wondering who's on the who's on the on the stream, who's on the on the on the show right now, it's our buddy, friend of the show, his third time appearing on the show, Frank the Tank, and he's on camera too. And now he's on camera. <laughs> Where's my air horn when I need it? I'll give you one of these. Oh no, it's in the middle. There you go. Now give it to him. See, there you go. Production guy. <laughs> What's up, Frank the Tank? What's going on, brother? Nothing much. Uh, kind of digging all the topics you're talking about, but uh, you haven't struck a nerve yet on the whole... Oh, at least I didn't hear. On Shane and um, and Daniel Bryan, like, what in the world is actually going on with that? Well, the, the thing about that, and it's funny because we're going to mention Daniel Bryan in our next segment that we're going to do, but the thing with Shane and Daniel Bryan is... Unless WWE is keeping this, like, really closed, like, they haven't leaked anything out. Like, okay, if you're being, if you're following the story, you would think that we're going to get a Shane and Daniel Bryan match. That's what you would think. You would hope so. That's right. what, that's what, because right. that would be the ultimate, the, the ultimate payoff, right? We're going to see a Shane and Daniel Bryan match. But from what the dirt sheets are saying, from what everybody re is reporting, we're not going to get Daniel Bryan wrestling the WWE. That doesn't mean we're not going to see him wrestle in 2018. But we're yeah. not going to see him wrestle in a WWE ring. So what's the payoff? Like, what are we going to get here? And that's what leaves the big question mark. Maybe WWE knows something that we don't know. Maybe Daniel Bryan is also kayfabing us. And maybe he knows something that we don't know. We just don't know. What do you think, Frank? Um, I think it's utter nonsense that they even let it drag on this long absolutely if they were going if they were going to do wrestlemania and like you said no one knows because they're not clearing him but if they were going to do wrestlemania they could have probably delayed that storyline another month or so mm -hmm. um i think it doesn't just affect shane uh which you know obviously doesn't matter what it affects is two of the more talented guys they have in Sami Zayn and kevin owens with this uh also this AJ. ridiculous also aj it waters down the championship for sure because it's like anybody gets a free pass. Anybody gets a, mm -hmm. you know, oh, you want to come to my office and ask me for a match? Okay, well, here's your match. And, and that's happening both on Raw and SmackDown. I find myself watching more of NXT lately because yes. I just I can't even deal with the, the, the crap writing that we see. Well, NXT, um, and, out of the, and when it comes to the WWE, NXT is the best product right now. Yeah, yeah it's been, And it's been the best product for a while. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And... Um, I know now that uh, 205 Live is being run by uh, Triple H, so I wouldn't be surprised if that uh, well, when it if comes that to, happens. When it, when it comes to 205 Live, right, so already we're seeing a change because now Triple H is taking over 205 Live. He's been taking over for the past three weeks, and we're seeing some of the some of the stuff that we loved from the Cruiserweight Classic now in 205 Live. The problem yeah. with 205 Live is they're making a huge mistake by having them 
do the show after SmackDown. They either need to tape the show from 7 to 8 before SmackDown or they need to start taping it from full sale from where they do NXT because at least that crowd would appreciate it. Yeah, and, and they don't seem to care because they had no problem putting in one match, you know, that uh, that mixed challenge match yeah. right before 205 Live. So it's if anything, it's just reiterating the fact that, like, yeah, okay, you're at the bottom of the barrel. We don't really care. We're just going to stick in, you know, this whole mixed challenge thing. And this is going on for how many weeks? Like, like eight weeks or nine weeks, I think it is? They started so doing the mixed match challenge, I believe, the second week of January, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Second week of January, we're we're already entering. We're, we're we're finishing the second week, rather starting the second week of uh of February. So this is supposed to go on, I think, another month. Well, it's gonna. Take, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's either gonna end a week or two before Mania. Yeah, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It's <laughs> taken away from from the show that you have going on at ten o'clock. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. It, it, it's weird, but I I don't, I don't want to get you too off too far off the track here, but to kind of get back to Shane and Daniel Bryan um I really really think it's watering down these guys like I've said it to you before and I know we spoke about it in, in, in great detail when you see like Sami Zayn and AJ Styles get in the ring it's you know it's going to be a great match because not only can AJ hold a match um but Sami Zayn is fucking incredibly talented man no he is he and and the, the knock with Sami has never been his talent he could even talk on the mic as well. The problem with Sammy is he doesn't have a problem. It's his booking. Until he turned heel, we started seeing some value with Sammy, at least in the WWE world. Not not what he did prior to WWE and not the stuff he did in NXT. It's just they just haven't booked him right until he turned heel. But even with him turning heel, I'm still not seeing like like what, what's going on with Owens and Zayn and being involved in this stupid storyline with Daniel Bryan and Shane like you're just kind of discrediting them in a way yeah that that's that's exactly what I'm saying man mm-hmm. it, it just takes away from their talent it takes it actually if anything the wrestling is already goofy you need to have mm-hmm. like a, a, a level of tolerance for it I mean I tell people this is my guilty pleasure because when I tell people I watch this shit they like, you know, it's a mixed reaction. They either laugh at me or they say, I watch it too. Listen, so, I, as I've gotten older, I just don't care. I just let it all hang out there. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, listen, I'm a wrestling fan and that's it. Like, it plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, I don't care either, but, you know, it's not fun when you don't have too many people to, like, you know, talk about it with. I have maybe two or three buds that on a daily basis will just rant to one another on why Raw was bad or why it was good or whatnot. But, I mean, like you said, it all comes down to booking mm-hmm. because whether they're bad actors like Jason Jordan and, and props to him, man, because he really surprised me. He, cha- he changed. Till, he, till he, now, he, he capitalized on the heat and took advantage of that and said exactly. He knows now what to say and what to do to play with the crowd. And it sucks because he got hurt. But when he comes back, I'm sure that he's going to take this negative and turn it into positive And he's going he's gonna to get all that heat back. Yeah, dude, and he's a freak of nature physically. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? No, there was never no knock on him when he was in the ring. It was just his whole vanilla, cheesy, annoying character. And then it's like, okay, now we're starting to see, okay, he has heel tendencies. And that's when everything just started changing. And he knew exactly what to do and say to the crowd for him to get that heat. You're right. You're right. I am going to uh, try and draw a conclusion here because, unfortunately, I do have to leave. But... Mm-hmm. 
Braun Strowman needs to be the champion. I I agree with you 110%, bro. That that dude has so much charisma. We've been saying it on the show frequently. He has so much charisma. He could be your next Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, it's ex- yeah, it's exactly what I said the other day too. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this guy has all the charisma in the world. Him and Rusev. Yes. 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 Rusev, unfortunately, doesn't get the, the – the, well, he did get some time about a year or so ago when he was a U.S. champ and going against John Cena. But that flag match, I think, is what ultimately killed his career. And now they revitalize him with Rusev Day, and they don't they, they, the they, the problem with WWE is they don't capitalize when it's right there in front of you. They try to capitalize it when it, it's already done. It's a done deal, when it's too late. Yeah. They're crazy. Well, nice talking to you guys. All right, Frank Love the Tank. Guys. Keep it up. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks, brother. Peace. Frank the Tank, people. Yes! 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 See, I was was doing something. You did something. You were kind of doing the job at first because you were doing a whole bunch of mess of stuff, and then we started hearing some YouTube clips. Because I had to, like, check the sound before we put it on live. Yeah, but, you know. It's okay. It's okay. But but you still, I won't won't knock you on it. You did good. You did good, brother. You did good. You see, we we get calls. We we get calls. We we get calls. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They think they know, but they have no idea. I have diarrhea. Diarrhea? No, I don't. I don't. That is a disgusting act. Okay, so dude, I, let me. I, I got a question to ask you, yes, and yes. I got a question to the people on the chat also. Yes, I got to change the name Yo Yo to uh, Frankie. By the way. Okay. Dude, whoa. <laughs> what was that? Okay, sorry. Wrong chat. <laughs> um. Do you guys want to play a game? Who wants to play? No? Okay. You ready to play a game? Let's go. Let's play a game. Mama. No chance. Uh-oh. No chance in hell. You got no chance. So. No chance in hell. Mr. Mr. Rated R. See, Mr. Man, Mr. Rated R. No chance in hell. No chance in hell. And they say we can't be creative. We're creative. We're creative. We are creative. You don't know. <laughs> Why am I here? No chance. Though. You don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's play a game. Obviously, we you just heard the Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon theme song. This game is called No Chance in Hell. Uh-huh. So some of you are probably wondering how this game works. How does the game work, Mario? <laughs> so how this game works is I'm going to throw five scenarios at you guys. It could be something that could be happening currently. It could be something, something that could happen down the line. It could be funny stuff. It could be possible matches. It could yeah. be possible storyline, different scenarios so here. Fantasy booking-esque. Esque, kind of, right? Okay. Now, I like, I like it. I like it. the concept of this game is... No chance in hell. When I say when when I tell you these scenarios, it's either going to be a no chance in hell, or it's going to be one of these. Yes! Or... Yes! If it's a negative, I think they already got the hit, but there's no chance now. <laughs> okay. okay, so, oh, and by the way, because we like to get everyone involved in our show. Yeah. Um, if you guys, if you guys have any recommendation, if you guys got any any ideas for this game, if you even like the game, because if you hate the game, you can call and bury us too. We could, we'll accept that also. But if you guys want to get involved in this and you got your own scenarios, DM us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, and the Twitter. Or hit one of us up on our hashtag Lucha Army. Mm-hmm. You can hit us one of up at... I can say it again? Yes, you can say yeah! it again. Yeah! Shofu Oleo. S-H-O-W-F-U-T-B-O-L-E-O. 
Of course, you. Yeah, I give you this much, and you want to take the whole thing. <laughs> or you could Tuesdays fo- and Thursdays, LuisNetwork.com. You can follow me at ShowFootballLeo everywhere. ShowFootballLeo.com. Footballudo del día was the lady that said I couldn't call little kids footballudos. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Or you can find yours truly. <laughs> Where? The Rated R Superstar. Superstar. Slide into his DMs, ladies. At Rated R since 87. So, yeah. So, and also here on the chat, guys, let us know what uh, fantasy book and stuff you want to do. We'll add one to today's uh, game. No chance in, in hell. hell. Dale. Okay. So, I'm going to throw one at you. Dale. Okay. And, I'm, and by the way, when I ask you these things, I'm going to let you answer first. Okay. And then I'll give you my scenario. Dale. Okay. By the way, I've never heard these. Okay. Oh, yeah. So um, the first one I got for you, um, Frank the Tank was talking about Daniel Bryan. So yes. will we see Daniel Bryan wrestle in 2018? Oh, okay. Wait, wait. 2018 18. or WWE? Will we see Daniel Bryan wrestle in 2018? Yes! I think so. I got to agree, bro. I got to agree. I think. Uh, but not in WWE. Not in not okay. The question is, will we see Daniel Bryan wrestle in 2018? Yes. So that could be necessarily anywhere. Now, if we're specific. The question doesn't specifically says where. Well, then you but I. But I strongly believe uh-huh. that we are going to see Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson wrestle in 2018. Bryan Danielson. Okay. And if I'm a betting man, I'll go all in. Okay. See what I did there. See what I did there. All right. You're going a little bit too much. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think in the chat, and if you listen to us on the SoundCloud version, you can also still let us know. Uh, it, it's a good uh, thing to have. Okay. Number two, no, no chance in hell. <laughs> Will we see Jinder Mahal be a world champion again? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even see him as a U.S. champ. No, come on. No, but that's I don't the see qu- him. But see, that's Look, a, you're he, going too far, bro. The to question Burger wasn't. King. If he goes to Burger King, I don't even see him getting the crown. So disrespectful. Um, I gotta agree with you. Uh huh. There you go. Um, I don't see him as world champion again, but I don't think that his career is done. I could see him having one of the mid card titles. I don't see him just that's it. It's a wrap for him. I think the world title uh-huh. helped him out more than he did anything for the title, where they of made course. him a credible heel. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the so. Point. Whether he become, I don't think he's going to become a world champion again. But I do strongly believe that um, he'll hold the title well, once um, once again. The WWE is going towards the whole Indian thing. Uh, Chris Brown just said to us that the WWE has signed uh, Amanpreet Singh, formerly known as Impact Wrestling Mahali Shada. That's what it says. Um, it actually says it like that. Well, listen, evidence suggests what they do with their Indian guys. I mean, I cannot believe it. Okay. Uh, and uh, Mahal is a jobber. The only reason he had the belt was of the India tour. Well, so they for, g- hey, they gave him they gave him mic time last night. Just for, saying. For Chris Brown, I think it's no chance. No chance in hell. Next question. Here's a good one. Will Mystic Man step down as chairman of the board within the next five years? How old is he? Forget the age, bro. We're talking about Vince McMahon. No chance! No. No chance! 
th- I think with McMahon is gonna be more like the Pope. The dude has to fucking die. Vince, uh, and I'm gonna agree with you on that. Also, Vince McMahon, there's no chance in hell no. this guy's giving up a spot in the next five years. There's no way. My prediction is until that man dies, yeah. that's when he's gonna have nothing to do with the WWE. So, so there's a new uh, there's a new saying in the wrestling business, you know, like kayfabe and, and break. It's gonna be called the Pope Rule. Because that's what McMahon's going to have. Again, he has to die in order for him to step down. Okay. So, there you go. So, McMahon, stepping down the next five years, no chance in hell. <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, and, and let us know what the Facebook chat is saying. No chance in hell. Vince will die <laughs> in that chair. Thank you for the uppercase. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. And... Maybe you can relate to and this. Fra- Frank the Tank, he'll be dead in five years. So, I don't know. I don't know if we'll go that far. Uh, okay, here's a, my next the next one for you. Maybe you could give some insight input on this. Maybe will, it has to do with kids or doing the job. Or will, will Baron Corbin shave his head within the next two years? Yes! Yes! Why? Yes! Yes! Okay, first of all, when if you're receding hairline... Matches with your the hair on your back, okay? You need to let that shit go. The only one that can play it off is Hulk Hogan because the dude's wearing a bandana. I, I'm not- or you wear a hat. So what I think he's going to do, and that's why, like, hello, kayfabe, most of the time when they have the hair versus hair match is because the dude can't hold it up anymore. Okay. So they're going to have some type. So- remember what Kurt Angle did. After that, it was bold all the way. But you, so you're saying... That within the next two years, he's going to shave the head. Within the next six months, he should shave. I'm going to have to disagree. No chance. No chance. Why? I think he would have shaved his head already. Because it's like, it's like, so I was watching his, what he was going, what's going on there. And I. He has a mansion. I don't think he's, I I don't think he's going to shave his head. I I honestly don't think. I think he might get maybe. Plugs or something, because I mean, Randy Orton got plugs. Um, Now, the the question here, the question here is, is he gonna shave his head? That doesn't mean that somebody got a haircut. Shave his head is wow, what you do? Uh, Yeah, everything. He might get a haircut and maybe get some plugs then. No, because then it looks even worse. If he cuts his hair and gets plugs, it's not gonna look worse. It's gonna look better. Okay. Randy Orton got plugs. We'll agree to disagree. Okay, because remember. We don't necessarily have to agree on these. You're, you're, you're going to get there one day. Just saying, motherfucker. And guess what? I'm going to get plugs. <laughs> I have no problem saying that. I will get plugs. I will pull a Randy Orton. Just All saying. Right, then. And I will pull a Kurt Angle. So, with Baron Corbin, you said two years. <laughs> Within the two years. Within two years, is he going to shave his, his head, head or not? Or what, not? What's people on the chat say? Uh, look at Corbin's gimmick as an outlaw biker. Do you know of any of them who are bold? 90% of those guys are bold. Uh, and, of course, uh, Carlos Caballero saying there's a bunch of bikers that are bold. So mm. I'm going with, yes, the dude's going to shave it, and I'm going to add a little bit to it. He has to do it in a match because you can't just. Well, that would be the best way to show. do it. That would be the best way but to do it. But for you, there's no chance at it. Within the next two years, no. I think if he would have shaved his head, we shaved his head already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The final one. Number five in this week's brand new. Mm-hmm. Episode brand new uh, the the, the new game the the new addition to the Lucha Outsider show this new game called No Chance in Hell. Can I be Bobby Brown? 
No. He was a new addition. Did he see what Shut I up. There? Okay, okay, here and this is and, a big one. And, this and and the best part of it, people can actually voice their opinion. Of course. The Lucha Army yes. are able to voice They could give us ideas. So if they have an idea yeah. of a scenario, yeah. of some matches, anything involved in this game or our other game called Pop or Not. Pop or Not. You could DM us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. Shout out to the big dog tone. Okay. So the final question, and this one's going to ruffle some feathers. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. I like this. Okay. I like this. Go. Go. Will. Will. Chamberlain. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura main event WrestleMania 34. You motherfucker. Why did you have to put main event? Can you just say, will their match be better nope. than everybody no, else? No, no, no. Will they main event? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Listen, that, that drop for no chance in hell has never... Fit so well, especially for this of course. match. Because it's like, listen, at the end of the day, we all know Nakamura and Styles are going to steal the show. Of course. They're going to steal the show. Match of the night, and we'll bet against anybody who wants to say otherwise. And this is probably going to be, maybe, quite possibly, match of the year. Because it was the match of the year in 2016. Of course. This is the match, the second both men were signed to the WWE. This is the match that everybody's wanted to see. That's why somebody that I know that is going to get plugs when he gets older um, will be going to WrestleMania. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Fucker. Don't hate. Don't have kids. Don't hate. Ever. <laughs> Don't be a hater. I had to Delete. say it. Delete. I want them, though. Delete. But Delete. Richard Beecher saying no. No chance in hell for no this match. Oh, there you go. And so, Carlos Caballero, no to that match either. So, yeah, there's no chance in hell for that match, even though it's going to steal the show, even though... It's going to be our main event in our hearts. It's not going to be the main event watching or being there. Okay. I have a number six for you. Cool, cool, cool. Is this, hold on. Is this from a friend of our show? From the friend of the show. Who, who's our friend of the show? From our friend of the show, Christopher Brown. And we'll, and we'll, end, the, and we'll end the segment yeah, like this. We'll, we'll, end, the sh- we'll end the game and like just this. just remember, if you want to get your voice heard, mm-hmm. that's what we're here. Yeah, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Hashtag Lucha Army. And make sure, if you can't check us out live, make sure you subscribe, people. I don't want to stress I want to stress that so much. Subscribe, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Comments, grievances, Barry, either one of us. We're going to Fantasy Book, right? Chris Brown, this is his Fantasy Book. Here's my No Chance in Hell for you, Mario and Leo, for a match. A dream match for WrestleMania. The club... Anderson, Gallows, and Balor against the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and Undertaker, and Bray Wyatt. As much as that would be awesome, I'm sorry, Chris. (laughs) I love the idea, but it's not happening. I'm going to have to second that. Yeah, I I don't see it happening. Even though it would be awesome. The entrance itself. The entrance itself is going to be phenomenal, but it's just not going to happen. Fire, fireflies, and then the the It's just not going to happen. That was a good entrance, though. We'll talk talk to Vincent so he can say that. What did you thought of this game? I like it because you know what? Uh, And what's up with Miguel Simaday? Oh, that's my buddy Miguel. There you go, Miguel. Um, <laughs> like our page share this, let everybody know that we're here. And, and for um, those that are just tuning into our Facebook chat now, um, yeah. if you guys missed 
our show. Make sure you listen to the podcast version of the show. You can always yeah. listen to us on there. Where? At Lucha Outsiders everywhere. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. And LuchaOutsiders.com. Remember, we have that too. So, with let us know what you guys think of this. No chance in hell. We're gonna call it no chance in hell, right? That no chance in hell. That's the game of yeah. the of the of this new game that we're doing. Oh, oh! Before I forget, before I forget, this Saturday, uh-huh. evolve in Queens. Um, yeah. head over to Ticketfly.com. Use promo code Evolve Now. Shout out to my buddy Damon. Um, I believe tickets are still on sale. Whatever, Evolve always puts out good, good shows or whatever. It's in Queens this Saturday. Uh, for more information, head over to www. And live.com. We'll put the link up on our page. Also, watching from Howard City, Michigan. What's up to Jeff Shineman? Shout outs to Jeff. Welcome to the Lucha Outsider Show. If you yeah. miss anything, like I said, subscribe, people, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five star frog splash rating and review. Thank you so much to everybody that joined the Facebook chat. Yeah. Thank you so much to, to everyone that's listening to the audio version of the show. Um, thanks, people. We try to make this show different as possible. Different as possible. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Listen, we're just two guys talking shit. We're a show from fans, supporting fans. Two fans. We're 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 two the fans. we're the we're we're the the voice of the voiceless. I like it. I like it. That's what we are. Yeah. Lucha outside the show. This was episode sixty-six, people. Thank you so much. Make sure this weekend. You keep it rated R and stay too sweet. <laughs>